Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So yeah. I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Snack Nation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within their communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. This portion of the Behind the Wheel podcast is sponsored by Amazon best-selling author of Retail Pride. He's the founder of Take Pride Today. He was recognized as being one of the top 100 global retail influencers for 2021. Mr. Ron Thurston. Ron is the real deal. But I tell you, Ron loves retail and he's proud of it. He's led some retail teams for some of America's most prominent brands. We're talking Bonobos, Intimix, St. Lauren. The list goes on and on. But he didn't write this book for brands. He wrote this book to help celebrate your accidental career. I had an opportunity to sit down with Ron. He is the real deal. He he loves leading teams and pouring into the lives of individuals. So when you pick up his book, if you haven't already done so, you can go to Amazon to pick up his book. It's chock full of nuts and nuggets to help you navigate your career in retail or wherever you might be. Okay. You all set? Yeah. You got your bottle of water? I know. I don't think I'll need it, but mm. you never know. JP Mission? Mm-hmm. Okay. So just ignore the camera. We'll just act like it's not Okay. We'll you promoting them? You turn it away. <laughs> you promoting them? They cut the check, huh? But now I promote no one. All right. Unless I know them. She said. <laughs> now I promote no one. All right. Mm-mm. Okay. So you know what this is. What, water? No, I'm trying to take off that thing. Stop the shot. Kirkland. Kirkland, right. Am I, am I going to have to drink some water? Yes. Or am I going to no, drink the water? I'm going to take this off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so we, we're here taking off water. Yeah. Because, um... We're not promote no one unless we know them. Mm-mm. All right, ooh, that's recording. It's recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's good. B-roll. B-roll, right? <laughs> Is that set. in the shot? No, right? No, that's not. It's just, right it's just, it's just you. Just us. Yeah. Good morning, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Ox, Baby O, D, Rock, D, Living Stone. Hey. gonna have like 35, 40 aliases. So we're here today <laughs> with Bridget Turner. Yes. Bridget is a director, a marathoner. Ultra marathoner. Oh, excuse, oh, beg your pardon. Ultra marathoner. Yes. And your mom just um, completed the New York City Marathon. Yes, her first and probably her only marathon at 70. At se- 70 years old? Yes. What was the inspiration behind that? Before we get to that, though, hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> Bridget, so for, for, for folks who may not be familiar with you, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself, how you got started running, and run crew. 
okay to you or to Cam. However. Hi, hi. You do it? <laughs> <laughs> we got camera today, y'all. Right. Hi, my name is Bridget Turner. Bridget with a D on the end. Most people pronounce it with a T, but it's D on the end. So how do you say that? Bridget. Bridget. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bridget. Yes, my family's Jamaican. My dad named me, and um, he passed away when I was 10. So, um, yeah, from run- for running, I started running five and a half years ago. And it started out with uh, a friend, Tatum, who said, come to a, a, what do you call it, hangover run on New Year's Day. And I said, I don't drink, so how will that work? And she said, no, 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 let's just call that. And it was in Long Island, and mm-hmm. I went, had an amazing time. and met, How many miles did y'all run a day? I believe it was a 5K. Okay. 3.1 miles. And at that time, didn't really know what that meant, but I do now. <laughs> and um, I met BGR Long Island, the ladies there. And I'll always say, shout out to Sherelle. Uh, Sherelle Johnson in Long Island, she had won some challenge. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the challenge is called, to be honest, but she, it, was, it was to see who got to a thousand miles first before the end of the year. And I said, hmm, I like that kind of challenge. I, I, I'm going to do that challenge next year. Didn't know how that was going to happen, but I just remember saying that I'm going to do that challenge. So Sherelle, thank you. Right. Because people inspire you. Sometimes you never know how. Right. And uh, so in May, April, I joined Black Girls Run okay. and online, and they had a virtual. So my first race was a virtual race, mm. and it was in Brooklyn. It was supposed to be either a 5K or a 10K. I'm going to speed the story up. And so no one was doing a 5K. I was the only one. So we ran a bit past the 5K mark, and so I said, oh, I'm done. They were like, well, how are you going to get back to our starting point, which is Prospect Park? I was like, ugh. Was it Uber then? Uber? No, I don't even know. <laughs> if, if, if there was, it was, I mean, five years ago, five years, was Uber then? I don't know. I just started taking Uber like maybe three and a half years ago. So, because I have a vehicle. And um, I ran back and people will laugh at me now. And not to say I will laugh at someone now about this, but definitely when you are running, you never stop at 6.9 something. You complete yeah, to yeah, seven. Right. Do whatever you got to do to get, get to the... Right. The whole number. Okay. That, that didn't happen. Mm. It stopped at 6.97. But so I completed my first 10K. But it was supposed to be a 5K, which I could have just done seven miles. Fast forward to there, the, um, past there, I um been running races because I just felt like, you know what? Let me do something. And my first race was in Long Island, again, a 5K. Mm. And I just loved the energy. And I said, you know, I think this is something I'd like to do. So uh, I started were you doing always that. A, um an athletic person before this hangover run? So I played volleyball. I is did. that a sport? I, I think I think it is a sport. In the sand? They Can play I volleyball in Jamaica? More? I'm so done. <laughs> volleyball is a sport and it's mm-hmm. even in the Olympics. Hello, where mm. have you been? You, you've been under a rock. Yes, a big rock. A big, clearly. <laughs> Black yes. rock. Cle- yes, it is a sport. And um, yes, I played in high school, elementary school, high mm-hmm. school, and in college. And so, I mean, running, I did run here and there, especially for practicing, mm-hmm. but it was never where I ever ran track. Gotcha. Not, nothing at all like track. And shout out to the Running Edge. I had my first track experience doing the um, Colgate Games, the, the running um, matches that they have in okay. Brooklyn. 
And that was my first time ever running on an indoor track. That's a mm. different game. Like, respect. That's a different game. Like the <laughs> circling and just knowing to keep speed. And I, I had an amazing time doing that. That was two years ago, right before the pandemic. And so now I do track work with mm -hmm. The Running Edge um, in Brooklyn. So, yeah, that's my track running experience. But I love running. Mm -hmm. I love running. And running, my mom told me maybe about two years ago, she was like, oh, I'd like to do a race with you. I was like, yeah, ma. So shout out to Black Men Run. They did a race in Brooklyn, Bedside 5K, pouring rain. Mm. And my mom did it. No problems, pouring rain. Like, the pictures are epic. And so when my mom did that race, I said, okay, Ma, I think you could do a little bit more. So she was doing her 5Ks, then we got up to a 10K. And this summer, she did her first half. Mm. And so after she did the half, I was like, Ma, for your 70th birthday, do you think you could do a, a, a marathon? I'll do it side by side with you the entire way. And she said, okay. She's, oh, no other question. Mm -hmm. She's, oh, okay. And so I said, I trained with her. You know, I didn't tell anyone until it was maybe about two weeks prior because I just didn't want a lot of energy or stress, you know, coming mm -hmm. at her, knowing what to do. So, but my mom did amazing. We walk ran. Yes. Shout out to mom, Dukes. I saw right? the pictures. I was like, what? Yeah, when I tell you this woman is why I am the way I am, mm -hmm. and why I treat her the way she is. She is so, like my friend Linda said, elegant and graceful, and she's just, her drive, she was focused. She didn't stop not once, no bathroom, no food. It was just water and pickle juice and a little bit of coconut water. That's mm -hmm. it. The entire 26.2 miles. And it wasn't until it was over, I was like, how are you feeling, you know? And she said, I'm just thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thirsty. I'm just thirsty, mm. you know? So that, That's that amazing. it will always, no marathon will ever be looked upon the same, ever, ever for me. And I'm so proud of her, and I'm still celebrating her. We had a celebration for her yesterday, mm -hmm. but I'm going to always celebrate everyone that does things around me because I think like that's important for people to celebrate. There are people that run these races, and you don't even see a picture of them. And that might be the thing, you know, mm -hmm. but it's an accomplishment. Yeah. And I feel like when you celebrate you, someone else is being inspired by that, and then they'll be able to celebrate themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my whole that's running spiel. So now, yeah. how do we get to Run Crew? Run Crew started in my mind about two and a half to three years ago um, through doing runs, long runs, and we would go into the stores with our hoods on in the wintertime, bundled up, and I would think, I think do they think we're going to steal from their store? You know, just the way that mm -hmm. energy comes when you're going in. Real quick, get whatever you need, pineapple juice, water, soda, whatever. And I said, I should, that's a good movie. I was like, that's, that could be a movie, right? Like people running, stealing. and But then I thought, no, 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 no. That's not a good, that's not positive. I thought that's not positive. Okay. You know, for people to think that runners are stealers. So that came out of my mind real quick. And then I, I teach in schools. So I thought, hmm, let me flip it to where I can use kids that are doing things that are not good in the street and the corner stores mm -hmm. and flip it to a positive view on um, runners. And so as I would run doing my long runs, especially on Saturdays and Sundays. A lot of time to think during a long run. What? Huh? And talking to God, a lot of that. 
I would just create the stories in my head. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I would um, talk text it. So I would have notes. And then as soon as I would finish the run, I would go home. I'm like taking off my wet clothes, just writing so I can remember. Mm -hmm. And then it would pause. And then there was one point where I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do a short film. At this point, I had done short films already. Um, As a filmmaker, I just felt like this was my time to elevate. So I went and auditioned a lot of actors, got crew together, a lot of my peoples. And um, I said I was going to do it. This was in 2019. Mm -hmm. But obviously, the pandemic hit 2020. and Put the brakes on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people were like, well, is this going to happen? I said, I, I just prayed. I prayed about it. And I got... You know, we had a GoFundMe and still have a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I feel like if I don't do it now, I don't know when I'll have the opportunity with the collective of people, especially because the world was not moving a lot. So I felt like the film was 80% outside. Mm-hmm. So I could do it. 20% yeah. inside. I'm, I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. Thank you for allowing us to use your home. I'm remember it before the, this is over. But... That was the home that we needed, and she allowed us. So I'll say shout out to Lois, because Lois was the connect Mm -hmm. for us to be able to get in there. And that's the trust that you have when you're dealing with people. And people had to trust me. It was safe. You know, we made sure we were COVID safe and everything, and no one got sick. It was just, it wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. 20 days of filming um, outdoor. The weather was an uh, issue. Like... The kids, it was like a lot of kids on set. They were an issue. And meaning their scheduling, just their energy. And then it was about 60 actors. So a lot of figuring out how to schedule and make things work. And I didn't have an assistant director, so I was not sleeping. I was not sleeping. It's a battery pack, just just plug yourself in. Yes, I was not sleeping. And you don't drink coffee, so what did you use um, to keep you up? What kept you going? Jesus, look, praying, <laughs> look, like praying. And, you know, I, I, I eat pretty healthy. Seamoss, mm-hmm. definitely. I would have my smoothies. That would okay. help a lot. And then I was still doing, because I'm on my, doing my challenges. I think today is 611 days. 611 what? So, days of what? Right. So he's like, mm. it's a lot of stories. I have like a lot of stories. So when the school shut down on March 13th, I had wanted to do something. I, I didn't know. I said, well, how can I do something for the kids. I was just mm-hmm. like, how could I do? So I had vowed to walk, run at least a mile a day every day until they were allowed back in the school. So now that they're allowed back in the school, it just kept going. So I said, I'll go up to a thousand. Okay. And day a thousand, I'm going to create another fundraiser to be able to help some kids. And um, so that will probably be next year. No, 2024 that okay. I'll be finished with the thousand shout out to those who are doing them i don't call it streaking because it wasn't my intention that's what they're doing they take the clothes off right right, right. well what they also call standards. streaking the the timing of right i guess there's different definitions uh, for things but there are people on run streaks mm-hmm. i mine is not for that you know now it's an about it's about awareness okay and you need to know that i started it because of that and i'm still because even with this whole covid thing going on it's important for the kids to realize like what they're for them. And so people and parents, especially, they need to really pay attention to what's going on in their kids' lives. And being healthy is important, number yeah. one, first. So that is why I run. 
It is not or walk, and my mom does it too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not just to say, oh, I'm outside running every day, which is great too. Not knocking those, but I, I do my best to be intentional and um, purposeful when I'm doing things. Okay. Yeah. So when is the movie? Um, what, what stage are we at in, in, in production now? So Run Crew right now is in post production. It okay. took a minute <clears throat> because obviously funding. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need about $5,000 to finish it. Actually, less than that because two people donated $200. So $4,800. Thank you to those, which was Sammy and some other gentleman. I can't remember his name. I don't know him. Um, he sent some money. So that's where we're at post production, final stages. I'm working on cutting a trailer December to pop that trailer mm-hmm. off and be able to send it to some people. Um, we will have a screening for the actors, crew, and certain um, people who donated. And then it's going to go that festival run and um, see what it does. That's all right. Let me see what it does. That's, right. why, that's exciting. That is exciting news. Now, did you come from a film background? Or is this an idea you just had on the run? or what's the? No film background. Mm-hmm. I did not go to film school. I started out as a model actress, a dancer, and... Um, I, assist, I was assistant directing for a few years, and I will mm-hmm. always shout out uh, Miles Maker and Tony Clomax and Mark Garancea. They were the first ones to give me my opportunity to assistant direct. And then um, Phil Bernardin, who gave me my first directing job on a short that he had that we filmed on an iPad, too. Mm. And Right. And it was beautiful. It's about bullying, so it's still in that kid zone. I'm very like passionate about that. And um, no, so when I filmed a short short called Four Dark Skin Girl in Long Island, I got a group of friends again mm-hmm. together and we filmed something. And then when I went to New Orleans as a trophy model for the Super Bowl that was happening at that time, I wrote my first pilot. And that's what I, I filmed it in New Orleans mm-hmm. and I rewrote it now because it's a period piece. But um, it's episodic. I wrote it episodic. So it's my baby and I'll always still come back to that at some point. But no. So all this writing came along. I used to read a lot when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And I just really feel like I'm good at telling stories. And so I wrote Run Crew maybe the span of three months, letting people see the first 50 pages, hearing their reaction, and then sitting, dedicating time to, okay, I'm going to finish the feature. And that's what I did. And I believe like I have a voice and I wanted to be able to show that on paper. And so people, I don't know, society, school on a whole, if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. If you can do well, do well in it. Do amazing, actually. But there are some that just it, that's not their life, that they're their path that they're going to go on. But if you have a story, tell the story, tell a few people and see how you can get your idea put across. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me. Um, shout out to Black Men Run again. A lot of them um, helped when it was time I taught them how to be crew. Like there was a lot of first time actors, first time crew makers, first time producers on this film. So I was teaching, mm-hmm. you know, and I was grateful that I can because you want to be in a space where you're learning as well. You're not just giving up of your time. So yeah. hopefully they learned a lot and I'm very grateful for them. And I, I always tell people, even in the world of high budget, it starts with the writer. You wouldn't have a job if someone didn't write it, mm-hmm. you know? So the creativity of someone's mind 
is very important to be able to have that space. We talked about that a little bit, like how can you continue writing if you're working on fundraising or doing this and doing that and yeah. you're not focused? So that's where I want to be at. But I'm an actress as well, so I do like them both. But I definitely feel I have a really great gift at writing and telling stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's 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 important. Some people may maybe hesitant, but I don't I don't know if I should could I don't. And you can give yourselves, and especially if you to have half a brain, you can come up with some really legitimate reasons and talk yourself out of ever getting yeah. started. Yeah, agreed. And I no, because I, I I didn't go to school for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So and then I really don't have the money to get there so I don't you know mm-hmm. well I'm not gonna be able to do it next thing you know years go by and, and you see somebody doing something it's like I could do that but you know what I can't because you just give yourself you go through this whole thing meanwhile t- two decades have passed by and if you just get out there and start shout out to the person who's using iPad I mean, you can you, you can do a lot the students mm-hmm. the students use iPads when I'm teaching in the schools and we teach filmmaking and stuff they use the iPads and you would never know that Right, because it's a skill, the person that's behind the equipment that's important. So, again, if you don't have the proper story, you know, I I feel people will work with you when they see how passionate you are first. And then when they read it, if they have to love it. Not everybody's going to love your story. That's just what it is. But you have to love it. And so when you're passionate about what you do, no matter in any realm of your life, people will see that and want to help you. You know, to what degree, that's a different story. But at least they know they see you. Yeah. And that's what's important. And just don't think about that. Do what you want to do first. Mm-hmm. Because if you focus on what other people will think, you're going to live that way for the rest of your life. Yeah. Period. Yeah, that's 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 like a prison, self-imposed prison. Thank you so much, Bridget. Run Crew, if people want to donate, where would they go? Uh, we have a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. So on the GoFundMe, you can go to Run Crew, the movie. And also on my um, IG page, Run Crew, the movie, you can go there. Um, at the link is in there in my bio. and uh, Or you can just go on my website, B-R-I-G-I-D-T-U-R-N-E-R, BridgetTurner.com. There is a donate button. Or you can hit me up, inbox, DM, figure it out, and send the money through there. Yeah. So we yeah. can get this complete and I can stop asking for this money. For yeah. Run Crew. <laughs> Definitely. Appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. You're having it. me. I'm, this is, this is, where are we at? We're at my friend Dwayne's escape room, hour to exit. If you, what is an escape room? He did not know. I don't. He, I still did, don't. he needs to come and do an escape room. Maybe you should make a date with Derek and do an escape room here at hour to exit. Thank you so much, Dwayne, for allowing Where is exit? Out. Hour, hour to, to exit. exit, 466 Main Street in New, New Rochelle. Rochelle. New Rock City. Yes, New Rock City. <laughs> You'll have an amazing time. All right, thank you. Thank you. This portion of Behind the Wheel Podcast is proudly sponsored by the folks at Lenses Only. Yo, so I was in the market for a new pair of glasses. I had lost my frames. My prescription was long overdue, and now I'm a little down. Until one day, I walked into the Goodwill, and I found a pair of frames, same color, different shape, I'm up to trying something new. I call the manufacturer and say, hey, listen, do you think you can put lenses inside of these frames? Nah, son, it's out of circulation. So I get a pair of glasses, but I go to almighty Google because I still like the frames. Hey, listen, do you think you can, is there a company out there that can put lenses into existing frames? And voila, what pops up? Lenses only. So I give them a call. 
pleasant professional on the other end of the phone, even though I've got existing glasses, because of the service that I received on the other end of the phone, I figured I would give them a shot. I'd go out there and visit the location. Yo, I made the trip out to Bloomfield. They've got three locations in Connecticut with a fourth one coming online in Weathersfield. Ah, man, 50% off designer frames, but 80% of their business is with putting lenses into your existing frames. Most opticians won't risk it, but not at lenses only. They've got you covered. So how does it work? You go online to lensesonlyoptical.com. You plug in your prescription. You select your lens choices. You pay cha-ching and they will send you a box with a return label so you can put your frame in them. And then within a couple of weeks, voila, they're back at your home and you're seeing clearly as ever. So if you want regular frames though, you've got to make the trip to Avon, Bloomfield, or Torrington. And yes, as I said, a new location is coming online in Weathersfield on Silas Dean Highway, lensesonly.com. They've got you covered.